And when we tap into that competitive mindset, we actually push ourselves beyond our comfort zone because no one wants to be a loser. Inherently, we all want to be winners. I'm your host, Neil Atim, and this is the Integrated Man Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome back to the Integrated Man Podcast. And in today's episode, I'll be covering competition amongst men. And as the title suggests, I'm talking about competing for women. However, that is just a small fraction of what we're going to cover today. Now, as men, we compete for women for a variety of reasons. And the truth is, it's inherently embedded within us from an evolutionary standpoint. And one theory from evolutionary biology suggests that one of the main reasons why we compete is to prove our ability to provide and our level of fitness in order for us to get a mate in order to reproduce and spread our genetic code. And in addition to this, over time, cultural and societal expectations have made men compete. And this was actually to secure a mate, to get married. Now, in the first episode of this podcast, I spoke about the rite of passage that men had to go through to become men at one point in time, which is non-existent today. And it's a similar thing. Men actually had to compete and pass a certain level of tasks and tests in order to get married to ensure that they're capable of providing and protecting a woman. So inherently within us, from our core, we have been competitive. And that is simply because it secured our chance of passing on our genetic code or reproducing. Now, the funny thing is, we're not the only animals to do so. It can be seen across the entire animal kingdom. So then we know it's not something unique to human beings, but it's across multiple species. And if you remember in the previous episode where I speak about testosterone, I spoke about different animals who actually take competition to the extreme when competing for a mate. Now, what is important to note is that competing for a partner for the right to mate, whatever it may be, should not be something unhealthy. It should not involve coercion or violence or physical harm in any way. Because we're no longer cavemen. Now, as men, two of our core roles are provider and protector. And our success with women comes down to many different factors. Different men may have different competences. Some men may be physically stronger. Some men may be smarter and able to actually generate more wealth and money. And your level of success with women depends on the environment that you're in. So let me give you an example. Let's say you're from a third world country like I am. And you happen to be from the ghetto. Then you can have all the money, all the status. However, if you don't have the ability to protect the actual physical prowess to actually protect your family, protect a partner, whoever it may be, then your chances of securing a mate may be much lower. Because in this environment, what is needed is someone who is physically strong, someone who can actually become violent and protect and actually survive in this surrounding. Now, It may be the opposite if you are from a first world country, let's say, and you live in a city which is relatively safe in comparison. So someone who is physically strong, someone who is capable of great violence, they may not be so much desired because the quality of life is so high and the safety level is so high. Someone who has the ability to generate wealth or has money and status may be much more desired in this environment. So context is important as well. However, In any situation, if you actually have both of those, which is simply the ability to provide and protect, then you would thrive in any environment. So those are two competencies we should develop at our core as men. Now, that is just the tip of the iceberg. 
because competition is inherent within men, even outside the dating and mating complex. And if we flip the script on it and see competition as a way to progress, this can radically change your approach. And I call this friendly competition. Now, if you view competition as a tool or even better as a game, it can completely change the game for you in such a way that it just becomes another tool in your arsenal. Men who are at the top have implemented this. They understand the importance of using competition for growth. And at its highest state, it is used as a collaborative tool, meaning that it helps men level up instead of competition being a tool to bring each other down. And this is what low-status men do. They use competition as a tool to get at each other to actually compete for different things, whether it's resources, whether it's women, whatever it may be. But in this low-status game, there are no real winners because someone is always trying to get back at you. When I was younger, I loved to compete a lot. Inherently, like most young men, you have that huge ego and you want to compete, you want to win, you want to have a loser underneath you. And this worked for some time, like I did make progress, but when I flipped the script and I started using competition as a collaborative tool and actually using it to help me uplevel myself, to uplevel other people as well, then it changed the game completely because in this situation, I get to tap into strength of numbers instead of me being on an individual journey, progressing at a certain rate. When I did this in a collaborative way, I actually progressed much faster because I was not alone. I had help. I was competing, but collaborating on a high level. And competition can be a healthy thing for us as men because it helps us develop really important life skills. And those are things like teamwork, leadership, and problem solving. And one of the most important things is that it can help us achieve our goals, improve our self-esteem and our confidence, and learn how to handle disappointments and failures. Additionally, competition will help us push ourselves even further because we're no longer just accountable to ourselves only. And when we tap into that competitive mindset, we actually push ourselves beyond our comfort zone. Because no one wants to be a loser. Inherently, we all want to be winners. But when we do it in a friendly way, no one is really a loser. And we don't want to take it to the extreme where we experience burnout or we go into poor sportsmanship where we cheat to get ahead. That is simply not a value of an integrated man. So in a practical sense, how do you actually go about implementing this? I can give you an example. Let's say you're at the gym and you have someone, a training partner, and you're both around the same weight, you have the same goals. You want to lose weight, you want to actually lift more weights, whatever it may be, you can actually put yourself into competitions. And I have some friends that actually do this in a healthy way. Now that I think about it, they all have Apple Watches and what they do is they compete with how much steps they make. That is a beautiful way of expressing healthy competition because everyone wins in this scenario. No one wants to lose, someone wants to win, but at the end of the day, they're all winners because everyone puts in their steps, everyone puts in their reps, and everyone gets to benefit from this friendly competition. So that is just a simple way. And you can apply this to business, to entrepreneurship, to finance, to your health, whatever it may be. But it's a beautiful thing once you use it properly because in the end, it's a win-win situation. There are no real losers when you actually use friendly competition. So here are six ways men can actually benefit from competing with each other. One is improving your mental and physical fitness. Again, inherently, we are competitive as men. 
And if we apply to this endeavor, then we can push each other to go outside of our comfort zone, to push our body and our minds further and take us where we actually want to go. Number two is building teamwork and leadership skills. By competing, by collaborating on this high level, we actually learn to develop our leadership and team building capabilities. Three, it helps us achieve our goals much faster and in a more fun way. We can set our goals and work through them ourselves or we can apply friendly competition and progress at a much faster rate and have more fun along the way. Number four, it's improving our self-esteem and confidence. By competing, we actually develop that confidence within ourselves to actually be competent and see a task to execution, to finishing something. And even when we win, we may have that high sense of achievement, thus building our confidence. Number five is learning how to handle disappointment and failure. Because even if we don't win in this endeavor, we learn how to actually deal with that consequence of not winning. And as I mentioned, there are no real losers, but still, it is a little blow to the ego. But what is important is that we learn from it. So it teaches us to accept failure and learn from it. And number six is simply getting that motivation to push us forward. And as mentioned in the previous episode, motivation is one of the core contributing factors to actually getting shit done. It's not the most potent, but it still exists and we need it from time to time. So this is a simple way of getting this. Now, what you need to note is that there's a healthy amount of competition and there's an excessive and unhealthy amount when you take it to the extreme because this can lead to a lot of negative consequences. Now, in a practical sense, how do you actually go about applying this? Well, I'll give you three tips. Number one, I would say find a worthy adversary. And what I mean by worthy is that someone who is at your level, someone who is trying to achieve the same thing you're trying to achieve, it doesn't need to be the exact same thing. However, it would help a lot because then it's fair competition to an extent. That way you get to help each other learn and grow along the way, implementing friendly competition. Because you're on the same path, you can actually help each other along the way while you're competing, right? That is the beauty of it. You share your learnings, you share your wins, you share your losses, and you help each other learn and grow at the same time while you're actually on this journey. Number two, I would say flip your idea of winning. Now, what you need to understand is that the loser may be the actual winner in the game. And let me explain. Sometimes when we continuously win and things go away, we become complacent. However, sometimes when we lose, we may come back with more fire. We may want to train harder or learn more or whatever it may be. But in this instance, if you flip your mind on winning and losing and understand that you're never really the loser in the friendly competition game, it can take your progress even further. And number three, which is a really important point, is to never compare. Understand this. As Roosevelt said, comparison is the thief of joy. And the truth is, there's always going to be men out there that are fitter, making more money, better looking, whatever it may be. You simply can't compete with that because there's billions of us on the planet. However, what you can win at is being you because no one is better than being you than you. You need to embrace the fact that you will make strides and sometimes you may not. You may fall short, but that is okay because along the way is where the real lessons are. Winning all the time, you'll never develop your character. You can actually become complacent and you don't want that. So it's important to understand both sides of the game. So never compare yourself and your journey. It is your own individual path. Now the core thing to understand is that inherently as men, we have this natural drive for competition. If you go down a certain path of being passive and you fight this side of you, 
your life may actually be in discomfort because inherently, naturally, you have this and you're putting energy to suppress it. In Taoism, one of their core principle teachings is called Wu Wei, which roughly translates to actionless action, meaning that you need to be in flow with nature, be in flow with what is natural to yourself. And if you learn to utilize competition in such a way that it benefits you and you don't spend energy trying to suppress it, your life would actually become a lot more easier, a lot more enjoyable, and you would progress even faster by using this natural state within us. So learn how to tap into that. Cultivate your natural need for competition in a good way. Learn to develop relationships that are win-win and use competition as a tool for growing yourself and whoever you're competing with. And remember, there are no real losers in the game. And sometimes the loser may walk away with much more than the winner. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, I would super appreciate it if you would leave a review, leave a comment, share it with someone that may benefit. And remember, the weekly newsletter that goes out with this podcast, you can get it at integratedman.academy. And if you prefer the YouTube videos, you can actually go to YouTube at Neil Atim and you can get the video versions of the podcast. And if you have any comments, feedback, suggestions, just write to me on Instagram at integratedman.academy and I'll see you on the next episode.